Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Of course, I am Sonny, here with my co-host. Caleb, as always. So what is going on, my dude? Nothing much. Just getting ready for uh, Synchro Storm this weekend. Ooh. Well, let's, before we get too far into it... I need it, my let... Synchro umbrella. <laughs> before <laughs> we get too far into it, let's hit it. Let's hit them quick with a couple of pieces of quick play news. Yes. So first we have next month's OCG promo card. This is the V Jump <clears throat> promo. Comes in the magazine. Uh, it's a generic like water support card. We don't know the effect. We just know its name, which is Maiden of the Aqua. Oh, it's a retrain of um. Can't think of that old, that old girl's name. Old old card. Uh, probably a vanilla, right? No. Yeah, she was a vanilla. Was it Aqua Maiden? Aqua Maiden. That's it. <laughs> I feel like that one should kind of like jump out at you. I couldn't remember if it was that, but, but then my brain kept going Aquamador, and I'm like, no, that's a different monster. I think no, I think there was an Aqua Maiden. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, we know we know nothing about the effect. We just know that it's a four star uh water monster. We don't even know stats, that's all we know. Shark but, support. Ooh ha ha. Yeah. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh next piece of quick play news is the Yu-Gi-Oh! Funko Pops have been revealed. Uh these are to celebrate Yu-Gi-Oh!'s twenty-fifth anniversary. So the main generic ones that you can get uh, pretty much anywhere you can buy Funkos, supposedly, are the Blue Eyes White, uh, Toon Blue Eyes yep. White Dragon. It's got him coming out of the Toon of the So based. So cool. Uh, My Valentine, Yami Bakura, Silent Swordsman, and Pharaoh Atem. He's sitting on a little throne. It's yep. amazing. He's got his little Millennium Crown. Yes. Very cool. If anybody wants to buy one of these for me and send it to me, I will accept this. This is very cool. <laughs> Um, let's see, and then the more exclusive ones. You have the Target exclusive Stardust Dragon, the Hot Topic exclusive Blue Eyes Ultimate, and the GameStop exclusive Wing Dragon of Raw. Those are jumbo. They're big. Yeah, these big are ones. these are more expensive, but they are a little bit uh, harder to find, and they are bigger. They're exclusive, so yeah. mostly it's they're bigger. Yeah, they're like 
uh, I think one box of the Jumbo ones can fit like four to six of the regular sized ones. Yeah, yeah, they're they're a good bit bigger. So yeah, um, that'll do it for quick play news. Let's go ahead and do our Patreon shoutouts. Of course, we do want to extend a huge thank you to. Austin Johnson, Mocha, a.k.a. Ace Micah, Myth Oceanus, Pig, Scuzz Daddy, Aaron Gardner, Adil Saeed, Anthony Leela, Mountain Man, Owen Alvarado, Jeremy Drysdale, Ray Powell, and our newest patron, Sunny Sweet. Thank you all so much for your support of the podcast. We could not do it without you. It, it means the world to us. And for those that are interested, we are live streaming this episode, this recording actually, right now to our top 16 patrons. If you sign up at the top 16 tier... You get to tune in once a month to our live streams. So uh, be sure to check that out if that is something you're interested in. Um, we do want to go ahead and do a quick little uh, plug to please follow us on Twitter at Top Cut Podcast and join our Discord server. Uh, you can always find the link to it somewhere. You can always, if you're on our Twitter, you can respond to our Twitter to get the link. We can send it to you. Um, I think it's also pinned on our in our uh twitter page and it's also in the in the description below every episode mm -hmm. right oh yeah okay so please be sure to do that and let's go ahead and get on into some of our main conversation which today's first main conversation is we're going to talk about some of the uh the reveals from uh the, count the content creator reveal so basically what what konami does is right before a big set's about to come out they do like they, they come out and contact these creators give them all the information they could possibly need to make a video on whatever Konami wants to make a video on. And then they, they're given a schedule of when you're supposed to release your episode. Right. So yesterday, which would be Tuesday as of recording was day one with uh Cali, Cali effect, King of games. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, where he actually revealed the sword soul archetype, what their, uh, TCG names are and their rarities. Right. So we do have some, Incredibly difficult names to get through here. So, the first card we're going to talk about is Sword Soul of Mo Yi, which is a secret rare. Yeah. You're going to notice a theme here, folks. Yeah, so the Mo Yi is the level 4 water one. Right. Uh, it's the main deck one. Right. Yeah. Um, She does exactly the same as she did in the OC. Like, all all their effects are the exact same. Just names, really, and rarities. Um, yeah, so Mo Yi is a secret... The other one, which was Sword Soul of Taya, is called Sword Soul of Taya, is either a common or a super. The main thing that you need to know about this particular um, strategy is that uh, so Mo Yi and Taya are normal summons. They're level fours, and when you normal summon them, you can activate an effect to get a token on your field. The token is a level four tuner. Sometimes it's level six. It, so, sometimes it is level six. Or are they all level four? I think it depends. Yeah, I, I don't I don't exactly know what levels of tuners are, but there's level I guess there's level four and there's level six tuners, but um The ones pumped out by Taya and Mo Yi are level four though. Okay. Uh and then you have the Sword Soul Strategist Long One, which is a level six fire attribute uh monster, and he also pumps out a tuner. He's um he has a way to special summon itself from his hand. Uh, you have to discard another Sword Soul monster. Or a worm. Or a worm. And he special summons your hand, and then you get a Sword Soul token. Okay, they're right. all level 4. Okay, cool. So that allows you to hit level 8 on the Synchros, or level, level ten. 10. Yeah, but you can hit 8 and 10. Right. Like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so Long Wan is an ultra rare. Yeah. So 
Um, then you have Sword Soul Auspice Chunjin. Chunjin is either common or super. We're not sure which yet. Yeah, he's the other level six. Right. Um, let's see. Does he pump out a token? He does not pump out his own token. Okay, yeah, but he's still. I think he's still played. I think he's still pretty solid. Oh yeah. Um. Let's see. After damage calculation, if a worm battles a m- opponent's monster, not just the extra deck, destroy both that opponent's monster and this card. So he just pops extra deck monsters. Right. Um. You can only use each of the falling effects once per turn. During the main phase, quick effect. You can tribute a monster special on this card from your hand. If this card is sent to the graveyard as synchro material, you can target one card on the field and either or in either graveyard, banish it. So if he gets to use those. Yeah, yeah. So if he gets to use a synchro material, he you get to target ban or something. Which is neat. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah. Uh let's see. And then uh for the synchros, you have the secret rare level eight, Sword Soul Grandmaster Chi Zhao. He's level eight, and then the level ten is Sword Soul Supreme Sovereign Ching Ying, who is the level ten. Okay. So, secret, ultra, secret, super or common, super or common. And then your primary, and then the spell card you want to run is, uh, its TCG name is Sword Soul Emergence, uh, which is Rota for Sword Soul. Pretty much, yeah. I want Sword Soul Monster from your deck to your hand, or if you control a sinker, you can add a worm monster instead. So I guess, like, if you're running the 10 years, it gives you a little bit of versatility. Yeah. Um, And And then then if it's... If this card is yeah. banished, you can target a Sword Soul monster or worm. You control and increase or decrease its level by one. So, like, if you banish it, it gives you a little bit of versatility to where you can decrease one level and maybe go into, like, a virtual world Shen Shen or something along well, the lines. it only does one. Yeah, yeah, so you can target the monster and decrease its level by one, and Shen Shen is level nine. So, if you summon the level six, you can decrease his level to five, and then you have him and his level four tuner. And then you can synchro nine to make Shen Shen. Oh, okay. Shen Shen's okay. generic. Okay, or you could even, you could also target the tuner technically. Uh, technically, yeah, yeah, you technically could. And then Shen Shen is also a worm, so there's like incidental synergy. Yeah, yeah. And then when, and then if you activate another one of these, oh, you could also hit. Then uh, he automatically banishes when you leave the field. So then you can, yeah, yeah. Oh, you could also hit uh level uh level Shen seven Shen. synchros with that too. Yes, you could. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I I can't think of any. In particular, off the top of my head, outside of literally Black Rose Dragon. Um, but I'm pretty sure there's better level 7s. You know, there are better level 7s. Um, I just can't think of a single one at the moment. I want to say... Okay, Um, and then of course you also have, uh, while he's looking that up, um, you also have the new Ecclesia. Uh, her TCG name is Incredible Ecclesia, the Virtuous. She is a, she is a secret. Uh, level 4, Spellcaster Tuner. Um... You can special summon if your component controls more monsters than you. Uh, you can only control. You can only special summon one once. Per I was going to say you can hit Yazi, but Yazi's banned, I think. So yeah, if the Yang Zing. Yeah. Um. During the main phase, tribute this card. Special summon a Sword Soul or Fallen of Alabaz from your hand or deck. During the end phase, a fusion monster sent to your graveyard this turn. Add this card from your graveyard to your hand. So she's Sword Soul adjacent. Wait, no, Yazi's not banned. I know one of the Yang Zing is banned. Uh, Denglong first of the Yangzi. Denglong. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you can hit Yazi. Yeah. Uh, I think Yazi is seven. Yeah. Isn't isn't a Boxy a seven too? Boxy is eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. So you can just hit Boxy like inherently. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. You could also hit. Yeah. But you, with that, you can also hit Yazi. Right. I guess. Um. So like I said, Ecclesia is a secret. Um. 
all the rest of the spells and traps are common. You know, we're looking at Sword Soul, Sacred Summit, Sword Soul Blackout, and Sword, Sword Soul Assessment. I have a feeling that, like, one of them will probably be a super rare, but, like... Maybe. I wouldn't... I'll be honest, it really doesn't matter. I mean, at this point, I wouldn't be shocked if literally every single card in that entire archetype is foil. <laughs> I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I could see it happening. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. Even at its high rarity, I think this deck's going to be very good. Personally. If Probably not right out the gate immediately, but that's mostly due to people not really... What's what I'm looking for? I don't think the deck can necessarily compete with Drytron, Tri-Brigade, and yeah. things we have right now. Yeah, but once those are out of the way, it's gonna... It's gonna absolutely curb-stomp everything in its way. Um, A lot of people think <laughs> Flu Wanderees might be up there as um, one of the better decks coming out and it is but personally i view it as a little bit more format dependent oh absolutely it's because it it's very weak to a lot of very common hand traps right now yeah like normal summon rabina uh just is which is your combo start is immediately shut down and ended by effect valor infinite impermanence ash blossom ghost ogre the the deck hurts. There's a lot of things that hurt that deck. And if you don't have the follow through and the extender, it's really easy to shut the Flu Wanderies deck down, in my opinion. Yeah. And I know that people's first thought is just run cross out designator, but the issue that you run into is that you have Well, first off, what if your opponent has two? It's not only that, but especially in a format where you're going into it where all your opponents are gonna be playing Tri Brigade. Prank Kids is still a deck that some people are playing for some reason. Yang Zing, I mean, not Yang Zing, um, Sword Soul. Yeah. Sword Soul and Tri Brigade are each going to run like 14 hand traps. Like, you're going to you're gonna run into a dozen to 15 hand traps in each of those decks. So, the idea that your opponent would only have one hand trap is kind of rough. But people say run cross out, right? But yeah. it's not even an issue of people having more than one hand trap. It's an issue of that deck is very banish focused. And, well, a deck that banishes a lot, what's the first thing you run? Oh, D-Shifter. Right, the deck runs D-Shifter, which means you cannot run what? A lot of things. Certainly not hand traps. Certain hand traps you just can't run. Like Effect Veiler, you can't run Effect Veiler. Yeah. Um, I think Ash Blossom you can still run, no problem. Yeah, because Ash Blossom lets you, just says you have to discard this card. It doesn't say to the graveyard. But Yeah, but a good chunk of hand traps say send them to the graveyard. Yep. Yeah, so, so most hand traps, like... like not yeah. most, but there's quite a few that are very rough. I don't think Ghost Ogre hurts the deck that bad, by the way. But I mean, I guess, mean, they remove something off the field, and I guess they can't tribute, which is rough. Yeah, but that that was the idea is you know they can't tribute it, but yeah. um, it was just the first thing that came to mind. Look yeah. about yeah, now thinking about it. Anyway, um, we're no experts though. We we I'll be honest, we haven't read all of the cards in depth. They haven't done the Flu Wanderers uh, release yet, so. We're gonna have to take some time to go through the cards yeah. really and like go through them a little bit better than our initial read through. Yeah, like because like, I'm going off of what the OCG text was back when they were first announced, which is going to be completely different probably from the TCG text. Right. Um, particularly, we'll get the problem solving card text, which give which gives us a lot more information on yeah specifically how it works against timing. How you know is this a quick For effect? Sure. Is it not meant to be a quick effect? Stuff like that. And sometimes something just gets like lost in translation here too. So yeah, 
Uh, so moving on, uh, day two was just um, just a whole bunch of old archetype upgrades. Yeah. Um, so let's start with uh, actually let's just start with the two new Despia cards. Uh, we have Masquerade, the Blazing Dragon. Right. Um, he's the level eight. That's a fusion of a Despia monster and then a light or dark. He's an ultra. And then Abilibitum of Despia, uh, who is the uh, level eight main deck fairy. Um, Probably either common or super. Yeah, yeah it's going to be either common or super. Uh, then we have Machina Ruin Force for all you Machina players. Yeah, this card's really interesting. So I'm, I'm, I do want to read through some of these because these guys are like single outs. Yeah. So I'm going to read through a couple of these effects while we have them here. Oh, yeah, definitely. So this card cannot be normal. I know we've already done this before, but I'm just going to reiterate. Especially with the Machina Ruin Force, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so it's 4,600 attack, 4,100 defense, which means it's top five main deck monsters in the game in terms of attack. Um, and defense, just about. Yeah. Cannot be normal summoner set. Must be special summoned from your graveyard by banishing machine monsters from your graveyard whose totals levels equals 12 or more. When your opponent activates a card or effect during the battle phase, quick effect. You can pay half your life points, negate that activation, and if you do, have your opponent's life points. If this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can special summon up to three of your banished Machina monsters, whose total levels equal 12 or less. You can only use each of the effects of Machina Ruin Force once per turn. So, or you can only use each effect once per turn. Yeah, same thing. So, if you're going in for game and you summon this guy, uh, it's game. Because if they try Pretty to do much. something in the battle phase and try to do something a little funky, they lose half. Their, they lose half. Day. Yeah, they they'll lose half their life points. Right. I mean, you will too, but more importantly, they lose half their life points. Um, that's going to be well, considering he has over four thousand attack, that can literally end the game. Exactly. So, um, and he's an ultra. Right. Uh, another the other ultra is Evil Twins Trouble Sunny. Uh, this card also will. Do- well, we'll get into that later. Yeah, like I said, it is a. Uh, it is also an ultra. Uh, two monster. It, it's effect. It is materials as two monsters, including an, including an evil twin monster. Right. Two two plus including an yeah. evil twin. It's a link four. Yeah. Uh, quick effect. Tribute this card. Special summon up to one kiss a kill monster, and up to one little monster from your graveyard. You can banish this card from your graveyard and send an and send one evil twin monster from your hand, deck, or face up on the field to the graveyard. Send one card on the field to the graveyard. It does not target. Yeah. This is this is a very good card for the Evil um, Twins. Archetype. You can only use each effect once per turn. Also, it's thirty three hundred attack. Th- thirty three hundred attack. That's beefy. Yeah, that it's it's gonna be a very good card. Oh, absolutely. Um, the next one I do want to talk about is Destiny Hero Destroy Phoenix Enforcer. It yes. is a level eight dark fusion monster. It, it's it's the boy everyone's been talking about. Yep, he Ma- is a secret. Yeah, he is a secret rare. Um, one level six or higher hero monster and one Destiny Hero monster. Um, monsters your opponent controls lose 200 attack for each hero card in your graveyard. You can only use each of the following effects of Destiny Hero, Destroy Phoenix Enforcer once per turn. Quick effect. You can destroy both one card you control and one card on the field. If this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can activate this effect. Special one Destiny Hero monster from your graveyard during the standby phase of the next turn. So basically, it gets you. It gives you a quick effect pop that you can use every single turn because mm-hmm. you can just keep special summoning him back from his graveyard with his own effect. Yep, um, he's not so. particularly big because he's only twenty five hundred. Yeah, um, but you can just summon him and just let him sit there negating things. Yeah, pop negate, pop negate. 
Um, the yeah. next one is Zoroa the Magistus Conflagrate Con- Calamity. Well, no, I think he doesn't actually have any negates, but, you know, just... Yeah, still, just constantly getting stuff popped at your opponent. Like, the only way to stop Phoenix Enforcer is to absolutely banish it. Didi Crow stops him. Didi Crow stops him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Zoroa the Magistus Conflagrate Ca- Calamity. It is a level 8 synchro. Uh, requires a spellcaster tuner and one or more non-tuner monsters. It says secret rare on here, but I really... The text on a secret rare versus the text on this card, it looks more like a rare to me. I think it's because it's on a synchro. Probably. Uh, anyway, um, if this card is synchro summon, you can equip a Magistus monster from your extra deck to this card. Just straight. All right. Nice. You cannot, you, Your opponent cannot activate the effects of monsters with the same card type, Fusion, Synchro, Exceed, or Link... As a Magistus monster card in your spell and trap card zone. So just off that effect, if you know what deck your opponent's on and they only perform one type of summon, you make this guy and then equip that type of card because Magistus have a uh, have a card, extra deck monster for every single summoning type. Right, so you equip like a synchro if your opponent's on Sword Soul and they can't do their synchro summons. Yeah, or you, or if they're in Tri-Brigade, you equip a you equip like uh, Artemis the Magistus Moon Maiden. Right, their Link Monster. They can't uh, shut off Revolt until they out it. Right. We uh, and they also can't make their and that also means Tri-Brigade can't make their number one out to stuff. Yeah, because they got a Link summon it. Right. It. Um, just for example, I mean they can still like do exceed plays then unless you've somehow also equipped one of the exceeds but here's the thing because the way it's worded it doesn't have to be equipped to him it just has to be in your spell and trap guard zone for any reason right which is really cool and it really is kind of cool yeah and that, that's kind of what the whole magistus deck is all about so uh continuing his effects he's got more he's got more um if this card is in your graveyard you can target a magistus card you control destroy it and then special summon this card broken yep and um what i really like is he's like he's like a dude who's like exorbed uh a fire dude. what a dude yeah he's just some dude who's exorbed fire king high avatar garunix so he's got like his wings and the crown thing he had right right Su- super cool looking uh let's see and then lastly we have borlode riot dragon and his ritual spell card heavy interlock so borlode riot is an ultra uh, dragon ritual monster. He, he's dark like all the other Boral ones. Um, you can only you can summon this card with heavy interlock when your opponent special summons a monster. Quick effect: negate the special summon. If you do destroy the monsters, then destroy this card or one rocket monster you control. Very good. The only issue is that he's a ritual monster. This gives um. This means it's another toy for uh, dragon link. For no, not for Dragon Link, for Drydron. I guess, but it's kind of suboptimal to summon him. It absolutely is. That there's better things to summon, but it does give them. Yeah, I mean they can summon an infinite gate, like yeah. infinite negates with um, what you call it. Yeah, but but it gives them something to fall back on should that ever get banned. That they still have a play to make. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, granted, it only gives you one negate. Uh, if this card's in a graveyard, you can target a Boral Rocket Monster in your graveyard. Show one card you control in your hand, and if you do, add the target to your hand. Hmm. Oh! So, you can destroy a card that you control, add him back, and then just respawn summon him again. Yeah. Using a Medianus Drytron. 
So it is infinite gates, but it's very, very slow. Yeah. And way more resource intensive. It's it's much worse than what they can do. Um, Overall, though, it's a good card if you can ritual summon it. Yeah, if you can summon it, it's great. But it's a ritual card, and only there's only one deck that can do proper ritual summoning right now. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so that, that's really about it for now. Uh, we're recording on Wednesday, so we only have days one and two. Uh, that All that information just came out today. There'll be more information tomorrow and Friday, I believe. Right, right. Yeah, we'll get more information, I'm sure, on flu wanderies and... Um, and uh, it probably uh, the t- the new um, B Trooper support. Oh yeah, you're you're probably right. Actually, it probably will be the B Trooper yeah. stuff, which did get leaked. But I'm but I'm I'm waiting for the official release for it. You know, before I make my opinion on it. Yeah. The only other burst thing that I want to talk about before we sneak out of here, uh, we do have some spoilers for the Starlight rares for Ooh. the set. So if you don't want to know what the Starlight rares are until it's like a hundred percent confirmed day of, then uh, so you know. Well, we be warned. Well, we do know one of them has been confirmed by Konami. Yes, which I say we start with that one. Uh, I say confirmed by Konami. Actually, it's not actually Konami. Konami, but it's a site that puts a Konami sticker on their stuff. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so we do for sure know uh, Incredible Ecclesia the Virtuous is yeah. a Starlight. Uh, the one we know also for sure is Stratos is a Starlight. Yep, that is the retro uh, Starlight, which is cool. Yes, that is the legacy Starlight that we get. Uh, it, it, from the leaks we have, it appears that the evil twins, Sunny Snit or Sunny Sunny, no. Yeah, it's it's Sin- evil twins. Evil twin Sunny. Yeah, the the evil twins uh, Link Four is also going to be a Starlight, uh, which. I suspected as much due to literally every other one also being a starlight, just about. Yeah. Uh, we have the Flu Wanderies level 10 water uh, bird. Whatever the big water yeah. bird. Yeah. Is. Yeah, that's, yeah, if it's the water one, I think that's and something Flu in Snowl. I thought that. Hmm. Okay, that's not Impen. Flu Wanderies something and Snowl. Like the Snow Owl one. That's That's, that's the one. Hmm. I can read the name. Um, and then the level eight. Um, Sword, Sword Soul, Soul Synchro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the secret. Lung, Fe- Lung Chung or something like that. Yeah. Lung Chung, whatever it is. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we just I, read I, I, it. I already exited that tab. Yeah, I, I, we are. We just read it a hot second ago, and now I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chi Zhao. Chi Zhao. Yeah, that one. So that would be the other one. And then... Uh, I do also want to take a moment to talk about the... We did have one new card that got released. It's from the Duelist Pack for yes. Mako Tsunami. So this is a base form of Nash's new ace monster. Um, Reg- who's a shark. We know him as shark. Or Reginald Castle. Okay. Um, the name of the Duelist Pack, by the way, is Duelist of the Abyss. Yeah. Uh, this new card is named... Nafil Asylum Heth Knight. Or Nash Knight for short. Yeah, or Nash Knight for short. Uh, rank 5 Water, Aqua, Exceed Monster Materials, 2 Level 5 Monsters. You can only use this card's 2 effect once per turn. 1. Cannot be destroyed by battle if a number of monsters on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2. So this is the once per turn effect. During the main phase, quick effect. 
you can detach two materials from this card, take a number mo- a number exceed monster that has a number between 101 and 107 in its name from your extra deck and attach it to this card as material. Then you can attach one other face-up monster on the field to this card as material. Right, right. Um, I mean, it's it's interesting for the shark deck. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's also non-targeting removal, which is good. Um, and it, because it doesn't destroy it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't even send to the graveyard. It just attaches it as material. Right. I mean, it's really interesting. I don't get the and one. It o- infinitely replenishes itself. Not not infinitely. You're limited by the number. Oh, well, you're yeah. limited by the number of number monsters in your extra deck, but who uh, who have one hundred one to one hundred seven. So it's supposed to be a play on chaos, shark drake vice, and the uh, sea whatever, the shark drake vice and all that. Well, it was shark drake, and then sea whatever his number was shark drake vice. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of a spinoff. Yeah. Well, looks just, cool. Yeah, it. I mean, it, it's a very cool looking card. I just don't know that I'll actually see any play, even in shark decks. I mean, they. I mean, well, they would probably play it if we also most likely weren't getting Stealth Kragen in there too. Yeah, probably because Stealth Kragen's so busted. <laughs> yeah. I do want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, ETB Games, from Alexandria, Louisiana. They are a huge, huge help to us here at the podcast. We do do monthly Yu-Gi-Oh! days every month uh, on a Saturday. And now that they're registered OTS store, you do get OTS pack for entering on those Yu-Gi-Oh! days. So uh, if you're anywhere near the Louisiana area, I really recommend you coming and checking it out. It's really not a bad drive from basically anywhere. So... Uh, if you can make it, I do recommend checking it out. Uh, and if you cannot make it, I they have a link in the description below to get to their website. It is etbgames.com where you can go on and order everything you need to play all the card games you love, as well as all of the tabletop games. Right. D&D, Pathfinder, etc. Uh, Warhammer, whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're really are a wonderful resource to get into basically whatever you need to get into. So... Um, thank you again to ETB Games, and please check them out. So, speaking of card shops and shopping and talking about things like that, I do want to take also a minute to show that uh, I want to talk about the product release calendar. So, back at the end of September, we had the 2021 Ten of Ancient Battles, which released. And then October, here about a week ago, we had the cyber deck, the cyber strike structure deck that came out, which had the imperm reprint. Yep, really nice. Yes, overall cool deck. I really like the design. I really like the the strategy that the deck employs. It's not. It's partic- just not very good. It's not particularly good, but it's fun. Right, right. Um, it's best used if 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 you're going into a turn if you're going into a tournament with your friends and you're all just using structure decks. Right. So. Do be sure to check that out. Um, we do have this weekend uh, releasing on October 28th. Uh, that will be uh, Legendary Duelist Synchro Storm. So it doesn't release until the 28th, which is... Next week. Next Thursday. 
But I think you can do pre-releases and things of that sort this weekend at your local OTSs. Yep. So your local OTS, check with them. They might be doing a pre-release tournament or something of the sort. Yeah, or bare minimum letting you like buy the product early. Yeah, so be sure to check with your local OTSs and check that out. Um, and then in November, just in the coming weeks, on November the 4th, is when Burst of Destiny releases. That's just one week after Synchro Storm. Exactly one week. It's right. It's rough. <laughs> so I know that some places are doing their case tournaments for Burst of Destiny Halloween weekend. So if that's something that you're going to be looking at, again, check with your local OTS. See when they're doing the early product release for that. And then you have Max Gold Eldorado just a week and a half later on november 18th max gold eldorado should be another large shit with a lot of reprints oh my wallet hurts yeah it it really is a lot to take in and then if you look at it just on december the 2nd another two weeks later you have brothers of legend releasing and we still don't even have any information on eldorado or brothers of legend okay we have we have more information about brothers of legend than we have for eldorado yeah, we don't know anything for Eldorado other than there's going to be an Eldorado and it will have House uh, Dragon Maid and Mascarena. And uh, Nightmare Unicorn. And Nightmare Unicorn. Altart Mascarena. Nah, not House Dragon Maid, Chamber Dragon Maid. Yeah, Chamber. Yeah, regular cha- yeah. Art cha- Chamber Dragon Maid. Then Altart, Nightmare Unicorn, Altart, IP Mascarena. Super right. cool. Brothers of Legend, we know it'll have the Kree Bros in it. And that's about it. The Kree Bros oh, Brothers, and it'll have Forbidden Droplet. And Forbidden Droplet and Kree Babylon. Right. So. And some other uh, generic Karibo support, uh, which is why Kariborns are kind of expensive right now. Yeah, it's worth it's worth being aware of for sure. But um, the deck's not good, so don't don't be too worried about the Karibo stuff coming and then just mess I mean and then impacting the meta. I mean, it's a rank one spam. You know what that means, right? Oh, that they can just make the Lyrilis cards and then go into Zeus. Go into a big stack Zeus. Zeus Turbo. Actually, yeah. They could very easily make a six stack Zeus with one card. I mean, they could technically do it, yeah. I mean, but is a six stack Zeus good enough? I mean, it's pretty good. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> so. And, you know, depending upon what the cards in their hand, I could. Well, no, no, they don't have. They, they wouldn't have access. No, if they may, if they could pump out two of the Lyrilisk monsters, they could also run a uh, Lyrilisk bird, bird call, not bird call, uh, bird some... sanctuary. Oh yeah, yeah, and make like a twelve stack Zeus. So just which is stupid. <laughs> just to be clear, the next set releasing on October the twenty eighth is Legendary Duelist Synchro Storm. Now, out of that set. What you have to look forward to is Baroness de Fleur, which is renamed Baron de Fleur. For some reason. Yeah. Baron de Fleur. Then you have all of the Speedroid stuff. And most notably, probably, in my opinion, besides the Baron, the Baron de Fleur is probably actually the most notable. But past that, you have the um, the all the Lyralisk stuff. Yeah. Particularly the new Lyralisk monsters. Yeah. Uh, Barrel Canary, uh, Ensemble Robin. And, and the I other can... one is something Nightingale, I think. Oh, uh, no, um, not no, it's not no. Nightingale. It's... I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, but the big, but the two big ones are Bell Canary and Ensemble Blue Robin. Uh, yeah, 
which are both stupid good. Yeah, it, they're great cards, absolutely. So, yeah. So, you know, um, Ensemble Blue Robin being an ultra, but this is also where you can get Lyra's Bird Call. Yes, and which I, is I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that the Lyrilisk stuff is gonna be best off in a Tri Brigade engine. Oh, yeah, definitely because oh um, man, Lyrilisk Tri Brigade is such a good deck. Uh, particularly considering that um, one of the Lyrilisks just search a just searches a level one winged beast. Guess who's a level one winged beast? Nerval Tri Brigade Nerval. Yeah, it's so literally if you don't open your Tri Brigade engine. Just playing through your normal Lyrilis combo will give you access to your Tri-Brigade engine. Right. And then if you don't open your Lyrilis engine, then it doesn't matter because you're still playing Tri-Brigade. Yeah, yeah, you can just, you can just do Tri-Brigade stuff. Or technically your Tri-Brigade engine can't access your Lyrilis engine because if you link off your Shureg or your Shureg leaves the field, you can use him to search out your Lyrilis engine yeah. and put your entire Lyrilis engine online. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. It's... Definitely a lot you can do there. Um, like I said, Bur- uh, Bird Call is absolutely one of the most broken search cards in the game at this point. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. So so here's why. So when you activate it, you either Rota or Foolish Burial, a Lyrilis monster. Pick one. And then you special summon a different a monster, a Lyrilis monster with a different name from your hand. I mean, that's really, really, as really a, good. As a separate effect. So here's the thing. One of the Lyrilis state that when they special summon from your hand, you can special summon a Lyrilis monster from your hand or graveyard. Right. So if you have it's a uh, Cobalt Sparrow, if you have Cobalt Sparrow in hand, it can special summon itself if you don't control any monsters. But then, but a separate line is when this card is if this card is special summoned, blah blah. Special summon Lyrilis. Right. So you can Foolish Burial the one that searches, special that one, special that one out, search. And in one card, you've plus twoed. And then if you have a Sapphire, on that search, you search out a Sapphire Swallow. And then because you control a Winged Beast, you can just summon the Sapphire Swallow. You have to have another level one Winged Beast in your hand to do that. But. Yeah, but I mean, you run like eight of them, so. But hold on. So, so you don't, so with that search, though, you don't search the Cobalt Sparrow. Instead, you search Nerval. Right. You overlay into Wrestle Starling. Recital Starling, detach one for its effects, search for the Cobalt Sparrow, Cobalt Sparrow special summons out. Uh, itself and Nerval. Yeah. It really is so good. That that honestly might just be the best deck next format. <laughs> yeah. Um like I said, Anton Blue Robin is a ultra. The other new one whose name escapes us is an ultra. Bird calls an ultra. Yeah. Um, it really is like spectacular. Yeah, but uh, but Barrel Canary is a rare, right? She's one of the, she's one of the more powerful Lyrilisks. Thankfully, they made her rare. I don't know why they made the other one an Ultra, not a Super. Um, probably to make give the deck some actual shiny main deck monsters because it doesn't Fair. have any. Well, that's why I said why not, why not just make it a Super. I guess. Eh, it is what it is. Um, unfortunately, I didn't see Bird Strike in there which is unfortunate to be fair the people that were opening synchro storm on the videos were pulling like six ultras in a box yeah so it might not that be to be that bad like i said i'm a little disappointed we didn't get bird strike yet um so what literally bird strike is that if you control literally monster just negate all your opponent's monsters yeah and we also didn't get the um the feather card that if you control a winged beast you draw two cards yeah 
Yeah, that would have been nice to get. Yeah, but which I, I don't know. I think that might be like a Battles of Chaos card or maybe Brothers of Legend. Yeah, well, yeah, because like it was in a it, for for the OCG. I rem- I think that was in a side set. So we should probably be getting that in Brothers of Legend. I thought we were going to get it in Synchro Storm because like they got it in their version. The OCG got it in their version of Synchro Storm. Did they really? Yeah. But. You know, whatever. It's whatever. Yep. So, uh, I think the thing to I think the thing to get though out of this is the uh, Lyrilux stuff and one like one or just have one or two barons for yeah. Or uh, in you, case you play Sword yeah. Soul. Or you know, if you decide you want to play um Speedroids, which is a good deck. It's a fun deck. I wouldn't yeah. call it good. I mean, but, I wouldn't call it great. It's it's a deck. It's playable now. Yeah, it, it's absolutely playable, especially because of the roulette wheel. Right. The the roulette wheel fixed a good chunk of the issues it had. Yeah. Um, As far as Burst of Destiny, I'm going to try to pick up as much of the Sword Stole stuff as I can uh, that I can pick up for a decent price. Um, Past that, it'll depend on if I can get my Barons. Yeah. uh, Past the Sword Stole stuff, I am also going to be looking to pick up... Uh, I'll pick up the Fluandery stuff if it's not insane rarities. I mean, some of it's going to be secret and stuff, but... Yeah, only because, like, right now we know of one secret, one ultra. Right, so... And that's it? Yeah, you know, I'll pick it up depending on the rarities and stuff, but we'll just have to wait and see on that. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, bare minimum, uh, the Fluanderies will at least give you something fun to play, particularly if if, uh, uh, Winda Turbo becomes a big issue. Well, and the other thing about Fluanderies is that it's... To me, it's really just a huge meta call. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think it'll actually be, quote unquote, the best deck. In the same way that I don't think that, uh, I I think it's like it's a it's a very similar deck to Madolche. Mm. It's very reliant on the D shifter. It's very reliant on being stunned and floodgatey, which I'm not saying is a bad strategy. It's a good strategy. It's a good you know it's a good good deck and things like that. Yeah, it, it but, nets some wins. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know about the deck. I'm, I'm not too confident in it, but I mean, a deck that can just macro your opponent at any time is really good and tribute your opponent's monsters and mm-hmm. it's got a rise. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. Um, max gold Eldorado. I'm not, I don't know what I'm going to be looking for here. I might pick up chambers just to have them, but yeah, I mean the, I mean, cause if you already have an Imer unicorn, if you just want one that isn't a rare, right? Your chance. Um, I'm getting it for the IP Masquerade because I really like the alt art. Yeah, that's my big reason for getting it right now. Because, like I said, all we know is those three cards. Yeah, I'll I'll be out of Brothers of the Legend. The only card I'm looking for is Forbidden Droplet. Pretty I might much. try to I might try to dump dump my secrets for like because I think they're like 160 right now and just yeah go ahead and dump them now and pick up the probably an ultra I think. Maybe? Nah, they could definitely reprint it as a secret. Ah, fair enough. Another secret printing? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, maybe a parallel secret this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're 150 right now, so. Oh, hold on, hold on. You know what would be absolutely chaotic of Konami? What? Printing it as a common. Uh, no shot. No, <laughs> no shot. No shot. There is no shot at that. But if they did... If they did. That that would be absolute utter chaos. chaos. I'm down. 
Um, Along the lines of errating Alistair the Invoker into a Gemini monster. That'll never get old. So <laughs> we do have the next um the next major uh the next major bit of news is they have announced a new remote dual YCS. It will oh, be taking yeah. yeah, it'll be taking place December eleventh and twelfth. So mark that weekend off on your calendars. Um, it's interesting. Uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited about this. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, you under the previous one, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Was it fun? Um, (laughs) I had a good time. Uh, (laughs) I didn't get to enter, or I only entered the main event for a couple of days because I had like, or for a couple of rounds because I had actual family coming in town. Yeah. But. I had fun when I played. Yeah. So and I, I, I won a side event, which was cool. That that yeah. Oh yeah. I mean overall, yeah. Like overall, it's it's definitely gonna be fun. Um, it's the best we got right right now at the moment. I mean until later. Yeah. You want you want to tell them? Um. Yeah. Sure. We can go ahead and jump on into it. So we got an update from Konami saying that um. The best the Yuga TCG is all about dueling, and the best way to duel is to compete in events. Players of all ages and skill levels can compete together in tournaments to make new friends, see new cards, and show off their best strategies. There's no better way to experience the Yu-Gi-Oh trading card game than to compete in events with your friends. There are events for every type of duelist, blah blah blah, from small tournaments at your local store to massive international events where the top duelists go around the world to play for big prizes. No matter what type of event you're playing, you'll always get prizes for taking part, and nobody goes home empty-handed. Um, well, we have an announcement. That's actually, wait, what am I doing? That is not the correct announcement. Um, so here we go. We got an update from Konami saying the road to the 2022 Yugo TCG World Championship begins this November with regional qualifiers and OTS championships. Woo! So, this is an update from Konami. They have a picture of their in their tweet of the Fluanderies cards on a World Championship qualifier regional 2022 playmat, as well as a nice purple regional world championship qualifier deck box very nice so what it is is essentially this is the return of regional play um they haven't made it super clear if it is a regional remote duel events or if it's live in person events but i'm thinking that it should be live in person events We'll have to wait and, you know, see a little bit closer to when that actually comes out. But that's what we got. It's better than nothing, in my opinion. Right. Gives us something to look forward to in the future. I agree. Um, I do think that it is time to return to in-person play. Um, Safely. Yeah, that's the that's the main thing, in my opinion, is that it's done safely. I do think that... We'll have to be very careful and very, we've been very patient, and but I think everybody's ready to return. Um, I think that they should require masks at the events. 
I think that they should have hand washing stations in regular locations. They should provide maybe um, hand sanitizer and they should do everything safely. But I'm ready for in-person play. I I think I am. And I think most duelists are. So, um, at least I haven't seen anything. Um, I saw some places announcing, uh, I know that, um, Tatsum announced on his Twitter that, uh, his store was going to be hosting a regional. Ooh. Yeah. So, um, yep. They said they're organizing their regional on the 30th of January, 2022. So, okay. It's again, it's exciting. Oh yeah, definitely something else to look forward to for uh, you know, for uh, you know that that weird gray area in between Christmas and uh, New Year's. Yeah. Um, I think that I don't know. I, I don't really know how to take a lot of this, and I don't really know how to react to a lot of this because while I'm super excited. And I really want these to be back. I still am a little bit hesitant. I'm a little bit worried. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I do think it's time. I do think we're. I think the the people are ready. The game is ready, and I think that everybody wants this. So, how do you feel about it? Uh, very same. You know, same as you just said. Very hesitant, but also tentatively excited. Right, right. Very, very tentatively. The tentativeness is palpable. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying silly words now. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, no, yeah, no. Like you know, like I said, the return play is going to be real fun once we actually get there. Um, the mat looks beautiful. The deck box looks super nice. Here's hoping I can actually win one. <laughs> yeah, I. I hope that I can top any one of these regional events. Um, I'm hoping, I'm looking forward to them coming back as soon as possible. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll probably you know top whenever the uh, burning abyss freezes over. Yeah, there you go. Whenever the burning uh, abyss freezes over, I like that. Uh. <laughs> I think that, like I said, I think that most people are ready for events to come back. I know I am, and I, I just I I can't say it any other way. I'm excited. But I wanted to ask you, Caleb, what do you think is going to be the best deck moving forward into the new uh, format post-Burst of Destiny? What okay. do you, what, how do you think the format will structure and shape up? Okay, so I'm thinking that pro- we're probably going to be we're going to be seeing a lot of Tri-Brigade, but I think Lyrless Tri-Brigade is probably going to become one of the, probably the more ran build. Whether or not it's the best build remains to be seen. Um, particularly with all the new Lyrless stuff, because a Lyrless engine is ha- does have a higher power ceiling than like a Zoo engine, um, but it's less consistent. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, particularly if you dis- if you do opt to run a more Lyrless heavy build, it is feasibly possible for you to pump out a twelve stack Zoos. In theory. In theory. But that's right. That's opening a very specific hand. I can't tell you what that hand is. All I know is it do, It would require you opening the um, the Lyrilus Bird Sanctuary because then you make two of the rank one exceeds with five materials, which you make the first one your extra monster zone, pump out five more monsters. Next one, 
Then effective, uh, you know, you do your battle to so you can overlay the Zeus. Effective bird call to overlay the two exceeds on top of each other to make one big eleven stack uh, on uh, on blue robin or assembled nightingale or whatever, and then Zeus on top of that. Which I think is just hilarious that you could theoretically pull it off. I think it's interesting. I mean, if I mean if you're I mean if you're sitting there dueling someone, they're going through this big lyrical combo, and they end their board with a twelve stack Zeus. Yeah, that's... it's just a thick pile of cards underneath <laughs> the Zeus. It's just a thick pile of cards with two C's. But no, 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 no. I, I got curious, and I sat there and like stacked twelve cards on top of each other and put my Zeus on top. There was enough space underneath for me to put my finger underneath. Now I was having the cards sideways and the Zeus on top of them, uh, parallel, or no perpendicular. Yeah, to make like a little cross section, and there's enough uh space underneath for me to put my finger underneath the Zeus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm thinking that's probably going to be the best deck, uh, probably until the next ban list if they hit it hard. Um, and then of course you're still going to be seeing your Drytron. You're still going to be seeing Virtual World. You might you're going to see Sword Soul because you're going to have those people. I think Sword Soul is going to be best after the next ban list. But continue. Yeah, after the after the next ban, but we're not talking about after the next ban list. We're talking about after Bode. That's fair. You're going to be seeing Sword Soul because people because you're going to have the people who are like, hey, I drop all this money to build the deck. I'm going to run it. That'll be me. Yeah. Which you know what? More power to you. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Three weeks after that set drops and it's not doing anything in high-level play, that's when I'm going to buy the deck. Ooh, good point, because then everything's going to be its cheapest, and then the ban list comes out. And then the YCS comes out, and like three of them top, and then everybody wants to play it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, then the core goes... Stonks happen. Stonks will happen. True. Um, anyway... Actually, a fun fact about the word stonks. I learned it's a real word. Stonks? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's a uh it is an it is a World War II term for the for a specific type of grenade that they launch out of tanks. Huh. I did not know that. Yeah. They call them stonks. Did not know that. Um uh, mostly <laughs> on the French line. Gotcha. I do want to take a moment to acknowledge the podcast question of the day from last episode. Read off some of the answers as well as good answers. Very as well as take a moment to uh, ask our new podcast question of the day. So last podcast question of the day is what is a deck you've always wanted to learn or play, but have not gotten around to. So we had some really great, great replies here. Tri-Brigade Melfi. I love that reply. I want to try Tri-Brigade Melfi so bad, but I just... I haven't gotten around to it. I just don't feel like ordering all the Melfi stuff. It's not expensive, but it's a lot of cards, and I just It's a lot of waiting. Yeah, I just don't want to wait. Like, if someone is like, hey, here's all the Melfi stuff you needed. Right. But Melfi was one of the... is one of those... is one of those archetypes that people just didn't bother... just kind of threw in their bulk, and it's just sitting there in their bulk at home. So nobody has them on them. They always have them at home. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, oh, no, I clicked off of it. Okay. Sorry. 
Uh, Tribal Game Malfi is cool. Uh, Plant Link and Thunder Dragons. And we have actually another Thunder Dragon reply higher up. I think Plant Link is kind of a cool concept. That is interesting, actually. I, I've, I've never even considered that until just now. Well, Lone Fire's at three, so. Yeah, it is. Yeah, huh. so. Um, Thunder Dragon, a couple of Thunder Dragon comments. Tunes. Tunes are very based. I like tunes a lot. The problem is they're bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have bad inboards. In fact, like they just don't have like a combo end board. It's more like a control. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, Naturia, I like plants. They are plants, therefore I want to play them. Fair. Um, Sunseed slash Plant Link again. Plant Link okay. seems to be oh, Sun Avalon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Sylvan slash Marmal Atlanteans. Boy, do we have a 2014 format for you? Yeah. Um, Ritual Beasts. Very cool. Ritual Beasts are actually very cool. Very high rarity uh, archetype. Very cheap. Are they high rarity? Yeah, they're all like super and ultras. Super ultra and secrets. I did not know that. Uh, DDD. DDD is very, very based. Oh, yeah. No, especially with all the stuff the OCG is getting for DDD. Yeah, it, it's it's literally the only... Um, it's the only Pendulum deck I'll ever put any respect on their name. Oh, yeah. No, no, like, like, so I don't even consider it a Pendulum deck. I consider it just like a special deck. Well, it, pendul- it does Pendulum Summon, but it doesn't live or die by the Pendulum Summon. Right. Um, we have some other replies in the Discord server. A three access Dragon Link style thing. I think that's very cool. Um, Altergeist and Fluffle. Fluffle's very based. Uh, MIT, uh, cool. Uh, all of them, fair, but mainly heroes and Thunder Dragons. Thunder Dragons seem to be popular. Heroes are also cool. Um, Madolce and Tri-Brigade. Boy, are you in the right place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Another Thunder Dragon reply. Virtual World and PK. Fair. Uh, vanilla E Heroes or Neos Heroes. Fun, but bad. Yeah. That's casual night. Yeah, very uh, casual. But. Despia had a couple of Despia replies uh, and an Albaz deck. And good news. There's a deck coming just for you. Yep. Structure deck with five tokens. Tokens. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the five tokens aren't. Nothing in the deck generates tokens. They're just, they're just there for lore. Yep. And then let's go ahead and do today's podcast question of the day. So today's podcast question of the day is, what was your favorite starter or structure deck growing up? Ooh, good one. Um, Personally, I have a ton of nostalgia for a couple different ones. One is the agent structure deck because... That deck gave us like a solemn judgment reprint, which mm-hmm. was sorely needed. So, like, you know, for us, we were able to get some agent structure decks and get like some key cards that we mm-hmm. needed. Um, I remember when we came into the store and Bo was just putting them on the shelf. They, and there was a dude there that was like, if y'all want to play competitively, just buy three of those. And we did. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at him and was like, why? It's got solemn judgment. Say no more. Yeah. Say less. Say less. 30 bucks. Give me. Uh, for me, it's definitely the Chaos Dragon Shark deck, the one with uh, the one. That oh, introduced... that deck was so good. The one with Light Pulsar and uh, Dark Dark Flare yes. and Eclipse Wyvern. Oh, well, listen, when that came out, I bought three of them. Yeah, that was a top in a box. That that deck was that deck would top right out of the box. That deck was and, so good. And hold on, people at the time were telling me, "Why did you buy that? It's not worth it. It's terrible." The next week, literally a week later, it was topping YCSs. No, no, no! I was at, I was there, and I literally, and first round, I went activate future fusion, and the dude just scooped. Yeah, went to game two. Didn't even bother continuing. 
because I just so happened to have a five-headed dragon. Yeah, that that five-headed dragon was wild in that tech. Just because I just happened to have five-headed dragon in Future Fusion. Um, and I had five-headed dragon because of my terrible dragon deck from back when we back went... Back in the gap. Yeah, from back when we went from... When we decided to go from kitchen table to competitive. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, the other ones that I really remember very fondly are actually... Do you remember like 2005-ish? They had the the water structure deck that and had... Fire... Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, with, yeah. Neo, with Neo uh, Daedalus. Yes. Yep, yep. Ocean Dragon King Neo Daedalus or something like that. It was like Ocean that. Dragon Lord Neo Daedalus. Yeah. Daedalus. Daedalus. Yeah. Daedalus. Daedalus. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Ocean Dragon Lord Neo Daedalus. And like, I think Great Flame Emperor or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Great Flame Emperor Pyrotex or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Pyrotex was the Elemental Lord for the Fire Yeah, decks. yeah, yeah. That was the Fire Dino. No, 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 no. The Was it a Dino? I thought it was the Elemental Lord like Windrose yeah. and Grand Soil. Yeah, it, it's yeah, but it was a dino. Oh, was it? Yeah, Windrose was a winged beast. Grand Soil was a beast warrior, if I remember correctly. I thought it was a it was a rock. And Mulan Glacia was a sea serpent. Okay, that I remember. Yeah. So, and the only reason why I remember why I vaguely remember it being a beast warrior is due to I thought it was a rock. Yeah, I I, I have very fond memories though of the Neodatalus uh, structure deck. It was very bad. But um, Neo Daedalus was always a very cool card to me. It very looked very cool. Uh, that, that's a monster card right there. That's a yeah. monster. Um, uh, another structure deck that I look back on with fond memories is actually the Vampire Genesis structure deck. I remember that. I remember that one very vividly. Yeah. Oh and oh and oh no! You destroyed my pyramid turtle. Thanks for the th- for the free vampire lord. Yeah. Oh no! You stopped my vampire lord. Well, I guess I'm just going to summon him back. Yeah, summon him back. Oh, and then no. I'm going to tribute him for Vampire Genesis. Oh, oh no. You, you, you've, you like, hit him with, like, Nightmare Wheel. Tribute him for Vampire Genesis. Yeah, dude, that, that deck was fun. Um, so if only I could have gotten the Red-Eye Zombie Dragon structure that came out, like, a, a couple of years later. Uh, it was close to, I think it was 2006 that that one came out. Yeah, something like that. It was, it was later. Yeah. Uh, so we do want to take a few moments again. Thank you to all of our patrons for supporting the podcast. Uh, thank you to everybody in our discord for being there supporting. We're over a hundred members into our discord. Now it is growing tons and tons, and we could not do that without the support of all of our listeners. Thank you to everybody that's followed us on Twitter. It makes a huge difference. It helps us. It helps everything get seen more and the more things get seen, the more things grow and the more things they go up. It's good. So thank you to everybody for that. Uh, we do want to shout out Team Dark Arms Dealings. They are our sister channel on YouTube. And a lot of the times, the tournaments and stuff that we do, you can find deck profiles for those over there. Speaking of deck profiles, uh, by the time this releases, there should be a deck profile of the winning channel, or the winning, uh, or at least a deck list from the winning uh, deck from the extravaganza from last weekend in our server. So, yeah. And then thank you again to ETB for sponsoring the podcast. That'll do it for us today. That'll wrap us up. Have a good day, everybody. Take care, everyone. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.